This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday the 4th of May. Justin, more than two-thirds of Aussie businesses are battling to fill empty jobs, mm. according to the ABS. Now, apparently, we're struggling to find qualified applicants. Now, I wonder if border closures have anything to do with this one. Very interesting. Brett, Volkswagen is officially being investigated for its Volkswagen April full stunt oh. about changing its name. Ooh. Yep, it turns out the USA's all-powerful Securities and Exchange Commission uh-huh. isn't particularly thrilled. I oh, know. Could be a whopper of a fine on the way. <laughs> Couldn't be bigger than their 2.8 billion US dollar fine for rigging diesel engines. <laughs> surely, surely not. Three big stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Netflix Australia only paid around $550,000 in tax in 2020, despite estimates that it earned $1 billion or more. Oh, this stuff continues to amaze me, Brett. Mm. What is the story? Well, we all know Netflix had a hashtag blessed year <laughs> last year. Lockdowns were basically just The Crown, Emily in Paris, and the worst show of all time, Tiger King. Carol Baskin. Aussie Netflix subscribers are actually billed by a Netherlands-based Netflix company. And Netflix Australia just collects this revenue on behalf of that Netflix international BV company. And Brett, how much revenue is Australian Netflix actually collecting? Well, it's estimated, my man, that anywhere between $700 million and $1.4 billion, i.e., fair to say, not small. Not small at all, but the Australian Netflix arm just recorded and paid tax on revenue of 20 million. So what is the key learning here? Multinational companies have used smart accounting to minimise tax in Australia for years. And why is that, Justin? Well, the main reason is because we have a higher tax rate than some other countries. Ah, let me say Ireland would be one, and of Mm -hmm. course, yep, the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. But Brett, the Australian government has tried to close these loopholes for many years. Yep, they created the multinational (laughs) anti-avoidance legislation (laughs) and the diverted profits tax in 2016, 2017. But clearly, these aren't stopping big tech. Justin, Netflix isn't the only company doing this. Both Google and Facebook are doing something pretty similar. Mm. So Australia's tax laws, particularly with regard to multinational tech companies, could be considered kind of ineffective. (laughs) For our second story, the Australian retail giant that owns Peter Alexander, Smiggle and Just Jeans has given in to peer pressure and will (laughs) finally repay JobKeeper's subsidies. It was only a matter of time, but it did come pretty quickly. So what's happening here? Well, back in March, Premier Investment said, nah, no way, we are not paying back JobKeeper. That was in relation to $15.6 million that Premier Investments received of JobKeeper payments between July and January. Not to mention the $69 million it received for all Ooh. of last year. Now, Brett, at the time, the company was claiming that the money would be quarantined <laughs> just in case more lockdowns came Australia's way. But now, Premier Investments is changing its tune mm-hmm. big time. They're saying that they will repay the Australian tax office the $15.6 million that it received in the six months ending in January this year. So what is the key learning here? COVID-related government stimulus seems to have worked very well for the Australian corporate sector. Now that we are more than a year on from global COVID lockdowns, Mm -hmm. it's worth considering how effective JobKeeper was for Australia. Talk me through it. Well, as it happens, the JobKeeper program actually helped increase the profits of about 10% of the Aussie share market's top 300 companies. Very interesting. And Brett, if we zoom out, Premier Investments now joins a crew of companies that have repaid their JobKeeper money. We're talking Domino's, we're talking Toyota, Nick Scully and plenty more. But several still have not. Uh, Yep, we'd be talking a quantity Crown and Harvey Norman mm-hmm. there. All eyes on this lot. Mm-hmm. Cough it up. <laughs> <laughs>
For our third and final story, the Aussie share market is looking likely to introduce crypto-based exchange-traded funds, aka ETFs, Ooh. over the next year or so. Insane how crypto has gone through a boom, a bust, back a boom again. What is the story? Well, four years ago, after a beautiful boom, Justin, crypto well and truly went bust. But in 2020 and so far in 2021, we've seen a massive groundswell of support for basically anything crypto. Bitcoin, uh, booming. Dogecoin, booming. <laughs> Ethereum, mm-hmm, Exploding. Yep. And now the Australian Securities Exchange, aka the ASX, has said that digital assets have become so well established that it's time to consider allowing it on their highly credible exchange. Now, remember, FluxFam, an ETF is kind of like a smoothie of shares blended into one security that you can buy mm. or sell. So, what this means is Australians would be able to buy a smoothie of digital coins mm. in one transaction. So, what is the key learning here? The people push the policymakers to act. The rise in demand for cryptocurrencies has essentially forced governments and stock markets to give crypto a place in mainstream public markets. For example, Brett, Canada was the first country in the world to list a Bitcoin ETF earlier this year. And hello, that baby gained over $1.3 billion in assets in a single month. And as you can imagine, the recognition this gives crypto helps the new asset class become even more mainstream. Kind of becomes a virtuous cycle. Mm -hmm. So if a crypto ETF did launch on the ASX, we'd expect crypto to be adopted in a big way by the Australian public. Flux family, did you have a big weekend last weekend and perhaps are you looking for an incentive to save some money? We've got the perfect incentive for you. It's called Win the Week, our weekly savings game. All you have to do is save $25 to give yourself the chance to win big cash prizes. What are they, Justin? We're talking $300 prizes this week, guaranteed, and one person could win up to $250,000. Check it out in the Flux app or the link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.